The Austin Daily Drop is generously supported by Austin real estate rock star Tony Trungale, who you might know from Elite 25 and also for his work with Regions Bank in the residential financing space. Tony announces that Regions has raised the conforming loan limit of its Affordable 100 program to over $640,000, giving buyers who earn under 80% of HUD median income a great way to get into a new house. More details on the way, and you can learn more from Tony Trungale anytime with a quick email to tony.trungale at regions.com. That's tony.trungale at regions.com. Wednesday, February 16th, 2022. This is the Austin Daily Drop. Thanks for finding us. I'm Chris Mosier. Stand by for news. Our local week-long average of new COVID-related hospitalizations continues to drop. We're now within three and a half points of stage four range, 53.4 currently. Austin remains officially under stage five precautions. And again, we likely will stay that way for a while. The city has issued a plea for all of us to take steps now to be sure we're up to date on vaccinations ahead of spring break, which is now just about a month away. From the Austin Monitor, the Austin City Council heard from outgoing Austin Water Director Greg Mazeros in a specially called meeting yesterday on the recent boil water notice and its cause, which stemmed from the botched preparation of a water intake basin, which was not corrected properly by employees on duty. Mazeros says the department is suffering from internal culture issues that have led to the recent departures of dozens of its most experienced employees. The problem, he says, is not in technology or technique, but in a shortage of seasoned professionals overseeing the process. Austin American Statesman says the Faculty Council at the University of Texas has passed a resolution defending the freedom of professors to teach about race, gender justice, and critical race theory at the collegiate level, a non-binding resolution that passed overwhelmingly in a 41-5 vote. The news immediately drew the online ire of Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, who pledged on Twitter to enact a ban on critical race theory in Texas colleges, similar to the one that he and Texas Republican lawmakers passed last year for public schools across the state primary season is also known as silly season in political circles that time of the cycle when opponents within parties square off against each other texas tribune says democrat eddie rodriguez is targeting fellow democrat and u.s district 37 primary opponent greg kassar's record on homeless policy and police funding in austin new york u.s representative alexandria ocasio-cortez was in austin last weekend for a rally supporting kassar who has also received the endorsement of Vermont U.S. Senator Bernie Sanders, all setting up a showdown between hard-left progressives and moderate Democrats in District 37, which encompasses about a third of Austin to the southeast and a big chunk of northeast and central San Antonio. As we continue remembering the trial Texas underwent this time last year with Winter Storm Uri, another one here from the Texas Tribune says the former Texas energy grid regulator believes that connecting the Texas power grid to neighboring grids would solve the ongoing problem of cold weather power generation difficulties and would not be hard to do. Pat Wood is now CEO of the Hunt Energy Network. He says the Texas energy sector would lose no autonomy, nor would it require the approval of the state legislature to make fail-safe connections to the two much larger national grids that bookended. Officials with ERCOT and the Texas Public Utility Commission continue to say that such a connection is unnecessary. KXCN says new data shows that Austin police officers used unnecessary force in over 100 cases during a six-month review conducted back in 2019. The vast majority of use of force cases were found to be justified, but the cases that were not tended to feature an officer who escalated a situation unnecessarily. An alliance of local social justice groups, including the Austin Justice Coalition and the Texas Fair Defense Project, is demanding change. 
A piece from The Hollywood Reporter says employees of the Austin-based Alamo Drafthouse movie theater chain's flagship location here in town on South Lamar are unionizing. A press release by Industrial Workers of the World says the union calls itself Drafthouse United and is calling for recognition by company management, wage and benefit increases, including paid sick leave, transparency and pandemic safety policies, and the addressing of longstanding issues with the South Lamar building. KVU-TV says a student group at Vandegrift High School has also organized. They've put together a banned book club. A pair of sophomores started the club in response to Leander ISD's trend towards acquiescing demands from conservative parent groups and school board members to ban certain titles. And what's now a group of about a dozen members meet about twice a month to discuss their reading material and why the book they're reading should or should not be banned from Leander ISD libraries. They've succeeded so far in getting one book reinstated at Vandergrift High, Kiss Number 8 by Colleen A.F. Venable. One from CBS Austin here, a local man has claimed he was drugged and then robbed of thousands of dollars after a night of hopping West 6th Street bars. And he's not the only one making such claims. Raj Joswal says he lost track of his evening after about three bars on Friday night, woke up at home not knowing how he got there, and then realized the phone in his possession was not his phone. He further discovered that about $10,000 had been drained from his bank account and thousands more charged to his credit cards. Another man, the owner of the mysterious phone, had a similar and simultaneous experience. Austin police have assigned a detective to the case. Coming up, a bunch of music news, changes in ownership at Stubbs, new speakers announced for South by Southwest, show announcements for the newly relaunched Waterloo Park, and discouraging news on making a living as a musician in the live music capital of the world. All this coming up in 30 seconds. After a quick thanks to our friend Tony Trungale of Elite 25 fame, who also works with Regions Bank, we've told you about the Affordable 100 program designed to help lower-income Austinites buy a house. Well, the conforming loan limit of the Affordable 100 program has been raised to $647,200. If you earn less than 80% of the HUD median income and you're looking to buy a house in an LMI track, this could be the key to getting into that new home. You want to email Tony to find out more about Affordable 100 from Regions Bank. Email tony.trungale at regions.com. That's tony.trungale at regions.com. And more details coming up at the end of the podcast. Music news the rest of the way out today. The Stubbs Barbecue Restaurant and Live Music Venue downtown has undergone a shift in ownership. Austin-based concert promotion company C3 Presents and its parent company Live Nation are now the sole owners of the venerable Austin venue at 8th and Red River as of the end of last year. Charles Atoll, co-owner of C3, is now the last of Stubbs' initial founders still in an ownership role. Live Nation has finalized the acquisition of the property from the partnership between Atoll and Eddie Patterson, John Scott, Scott Jensen, and Jeff Waftel. C3's Amy Corbin tells Austin 360 that the new ownership has plans to upgrade the space. Also from Austin 360, South by Southwest has added to its list of featured speakers. Grammy winner and soon-to-be Amazon Prime TV star Lizzo will deliver a keynote address, as will eight-time Grammy winner and Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominee Beck. Still more from Austin 360, as the new Moody Amphitheater at Waterloo Park has announced four new shows. Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats will play April 30th, My Morning Jacket on April 29th, Ray LaMontagne on May 14th, and Fleet Foxes will play on July the 3rd. All of those shows go on sale Friday and are in addition to already announced Moody Amphitheater shows this spring with Beach House, Bonnie Vare, Billy Strings, and Ween. 
Lastly, in local music news, and not to end on a downer here, but something to consider when you're trying to get on a guest list for a show or trying to ignore that tip jar during a live set, a report says income for musicians and sound pros in Austin has stayed roughly the same for the last 40 years, averaging between $50 and $100 per show per musician. Marsha Ball tells KUT that's in line with what she and her band were making all the way back in 1979. Half of Austin's music professionals live below or very near the poverty line. If you love live music, be sure and show those musicians some love. Austin weather, slight chance of rain for the first half of the day this Wednesday. There's a red flag warning in place today, too, which means winds and low humidity combined for additional wildfire danger today. Mid-70s this afternoon and tomorrow. A cold front is expected Thursday. That'll drop temps back into the 30s overnight Thursday. And a cooler Friday is coming, to about 57. Temps will rebound into the 60s on Saturday and into the low 70s on Sunday. Weirdly warm weather is on the way next week. 80s in mid-February? It's coming. That's the Austin Daily Drop, y'all. I'm Chris Mosier. Links to all these stories can be found in our show notes at austindailydrop.com. You'll also find their recent episodes of the podcast that likely include stories you haven't heard yet. So do listen back. Thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it very much. Have a great day, and we will catch you again tomorrow. The Austin Daily Drop is generously supported by Austin real estate man about town, Tony Trungale, who you might know from his association with Elite 25, an exclusive group representing the very best of Austin's real estate industry. Tony's also known in Austin for his work with Regions Bank in the residential finance space. One great option for median income buyers interested in properties within LMI tracks is the Regions program called Affordable 100. And Tony tells us that Regions has raised the conforming loan limit of the program to over $640,000, giving buyers who earn under 80% of HUD median income and even greater range of possibilities and options when it comes to buying a new home with up to 100% financing at historically low interest rates. For Regions Bank, the goal of the Affordable 100 program is to help end housing discrimination and provide an unmatched financing option to potential home buyers. Tony Trungale was our very first financial backer here at the Austin Daily Drop and we can't thank him enough. If you're looking to buy, sell, or build a home in Austin, Tony's your guy. Learn more anytime with a quick email to tony.trungale at regions.com. That's tony.trungale at regions.com.